This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 292 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to talk about setting social media boundaries as a business owner. And for many of you listening, I know that as bloggers and influencers, you spend a lot of time on social media. And that's why we're going to break it down by the importance of how to set these boundaries for your mental health as well as for your family. Now, before we dive into that, I want to make sure that if you haven't already grabbed my Mastering Overwhelm blueprint, that you do so. It is going to really help you with this need to be able to overcome the craziness that is summer So, or the craziness that is just working from home. So make sure that you send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will send that over to you. We know that as social media influencers, and as bloggers, one of the biggest hurdles to overcome as a business owner with an online presence is how to set social media boundaries for your mental health and your family. Back in episode 290, which was about how to set work-life boundaries working from home, we talked about the importance of sending boundaries with social media and your phone. Today, we're going to dive deeper into setting social media boundaries because it's necessary for your own mental health and the happiness of your family. So we're first going to start off with your mental health boundaries with social media. And the reason that we need to talk about this is because as we pay more and more attention and see the things that go on on social media, we know that there are certain things that trigger us. Now, As of today, of this recording, it is the day after the shooting in in Texas at the schools. So this is a little bit raw and very much something that I want to make sure that we address. Because being on social media, we see so much of it. We are constantly impacted with it, constantly put in front of our faces of the things that are horrible and are very triggering for many of us. As a former inner city school district teacher that was teaching during Sandy Hook, this very much is triggering for me. It also is triggering because I now have a husband that teaches in inner city school district that goes on lockdown regularly because of the neighborhood that he works in. I have two children that are still in school. So it is very triggering. And I know that for myself, when I am feeling that trigger, if I am going to continue to be able to serve my audience the way that I know that I need to, I have to take care of my mental health. I need to disengage from social media to not be constantly have it thrown in my face and put in front of me so that I continue to be triggered. Now, this is something that is obviously very raw and can probably hear it in my voice as I'm talking about it, but it also happens when we get triggered by other people, when we're constantly comparing ourselves to others. That trap of comparison can also be part of the social media boundaries that you need to put in place for yourself. Maybe you're not constantly scrolling through Instagram. Instead, you go, you post, you go to your DMs, you have a conversation with your people, you do stories. 
And instead of going through and being triggered by that comparison that often happens, you don't allow yourself to do that or you take breaks. We're going to talk more in future episodes about what it looks like to take a social media detox, how you can actually possibly implement that even as a social media influencer and what kind of boundaries you can put in place for yourself for that. Now, when it comes to the mental health side for yourself, you have to know your own triggers. What sets you off? What platform is something that really just gets your goat and you know you can't be on it? When you decide that, trying to figure out a way to have potentially someone on your team do it or to figure out a way that you're going to be able to schedule maybe outside of the platform. We know that algorithms often are not happy with outside platforms being able to come in to schedule things. But is it worth your own mental health? Does you being triggered and setting you into a spiral set you off so that you're not even able to accomplish anything that day? And if that's the case, scheduling where the algorithm may get hit a little bit by it, it's worth it because you're going to be more productive. You're going to be able to serve your people better by putting out quality content on your blog, through a podcast, through video content, whatever that looks like for you. So really think about how can you create those mental health boundaries for yourself with social media. Now, the other piece of this are family boundaries with social media. And I talked a little bit how last time in that episode 290 about how our kids are watching us. They're seeing what we're doing. And if we're not showing them how we're able to put the phone down, how we're able to walk away from it, how we actually even use a social media platform, it is going to be difficult for them to be able to navigate it. If they are allowed and put into videos that you are using and you don't explain it, and they are a teenager or they are a toddler, depending upon what age, of course, you have. It's important that you understand the boundaries for you and your partner so that they're okay and on the same page with you either putting them on social media or not. Maybe it's not relevant to your brand and that your kids won't be on it, but they are constantly seeing you using it. So you have to be able to articulate to them, especially as they get older, the precautions that they need to take for their own mental health. And then, of course, the precautions for potentially things that they're going to learn from these platforms. So one of the things that I have not shared as of yet and have debated back and forth sharing, I have talked about in the past on episodes how, for me, we don't allow neither one of my girls on social media. They are not allowed to have TikTok. They're not allowed to have Instagram, Snapchat, any of those things. They can have YouTube um, with certain settings and knowing that I'm going to be able to look at their search queue. And my reasoning behind it is because I don't want algorithms to be able to show them certain things based on what they're watching to then continue to see things like that. And my 12-year-old was very much bullied this year because of TikTok. Another girl that was in her class saw TikTok videos of how to make fun of someone and turned around and did it on TikTok. And my daughter, who doesn't have TikTok, wasn't aware that it was happening until a friend that has TikTok showed it and sent it to her and sent her screenshots. By the time I was able to get onto TikTok, the girl that was bullying her had deleted it. There are so many ways that we need to make sure that we have these conversations with our kids so that they understand that 
how these can be used. When I was able to get in touch with the mother of the daughter that was bullying mine, she was totally unaware of anything that was going on. And this is a mom who's very much involved. This is a PTA president that was unaware that her daughter was creating these TikTok videos, using language that was inappropriate, and video, and talking about others. And the mom's response to me was, I don't know how TikTok works. Doesn't it just get deleted and go away? We can't allow that, especially as people that use social media that understand it. We need to be able to tell our kids, anything you put out there can always be found. It can always be brought back. You can ruin your futures over something stupid that you put out there because you thought it was funny that someone else did it and you thought it was appropriate because you're watching kids all around the country put up these TikToks that seem appropriate. Have these conversations and create those family boundaries in place for social media. And those boundaries will often just come that simple conversation that you sit down and you're honest about it and you explain how you're using it and why you're doing it, how you're trying to attract your audience. Explain your business to your kids. By doing that, you're opening communication for any questions that they have about social media. And at the same time, you're showing how you market. You're showing them a high-level skill that shows that you are a business owner. And that is something that they need to see. All right, you guys, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen in. Make sure if you haven't already left a reading and review on the podcast, I would so appreciate it. And I am giving away a content marketing audit for free when you leave a rating and review and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 